Freedom of speech is something that we often take for granted. We have the right to speak up or speak out when we disagree or believe something different than the authorities, but imagine a world where even one word you utter can put you in prison, or worse. The man in today's episode didn't have to imagine. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, where we share the gospel of Jesus Christ through the art form of audio drama. Where we share the gospel of Jesus Christ through the art form of audio drama. Yes, and that includes sound effects. I'm Timothy Gregory, bringing you the story of a man who lived under the shadow of the Chinese Communist Party. For him and many others, every bold word had to be a whisper. Every move had to be a tiptoe, but we'll see just who amplified those whispers and what impact they had in today's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. Also, you'll want to stick around because later we're going to give the rest of you an opportunity to enter yet another sweepstakes drawing for a prize. No, it's not a cash prize, but it is a prize, and I think it's a prize that you are really going to like if we draw your name. But first, let's get to it, folks. The true story of a man we're calling. Chong. In here, little Chong. Trying to get this old radio to work. I told your grandfather we need a better one, but oh no. He's as stubborn as this radio. Ah, finally. It works. I changed my clothes for church. Can we go now? Patience, little one. We still have time. Really, right after I hear what Madame Mao is up to. She's slippery like an eel, that one. Today in China. I don't want to be late. Hush. Today in China, the three self-patriotic movement will remove all Western influence in our land. Our cultural revolution will close every foreign church in Shanghai. Christians, be warned. We are coming for you. Only the Communist Party and their leaders are worthy of your allegiance. Christianity in China belongs in history museum, and that is where it will go. Let God go home. God, go home. God, go home. God, go home. God, go Why is she coming for us? What does she mean, Grandmother? It means she wants us to worship the Communist Party instead of the Lord Jesus who saved us. This is what I feared. A terrible darkness is spreading across our land. Where's my Bible? On your table? Here it is. Christ has been the ruler of our home for four generations, and never have we faced a trial like this. Only God knows how much time we have. Chong, you must always remember the Bible verses I have taught you. Promise me, you will always guard them in your heart. I will. I, I promise. There is one more verse I want to teach you. A very important one. Here, read this aloud to me. Ephesians 6, verse 12. For we wrestle... Not against flesh and blood, but against prin princi principalities. Go on. Principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Again. 
We again, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against. Lord, protect us. They hear. It's estimated that over 40 million people died during communist China's 10-year cultural revolution which began in 1966. Many Christian men and women were attacked, starved, and martyred for Christ. Some escaped overseas. Some were pressured to betray their friends and family members. Within a few years, the church in China appeared to be completely destroyed. But God was raising up a new generation of Christian leaders, like the person in our true story today. A man we'll call Chang, right now on Unshackled. Many of my grandmother's fears came true. A terrible darkness spread across our country. During the reign of China's Gang of Four, all foreign missionaries were forced out, regardless of what country they came from. Just like Satan comes and wants to destroy, the Church of China appeared to be totally destroyed. But as I grew older, I stayed true to what my grandmother taught me, and led many Bible study groups to encourage young Christ followers. To avoid being discovered, only two to five of us would gather together at a time. If there were apartments or houses nearby, we sang hymns in a whisper, so neighbors would not report us. Slowly, sparks of revival spread across China, but I knew it was only a matter of time until the authorities would find me. Brother Chang, thank you for meeting me. Perhaps we should keep our voices low, yes? Let's take a walk through the park. Of course. Were you followed here? No, I made sure of it. We can't be too careful, can we, Brother Ling? The secret police are everywhere, even here. They raided another house church last night. They took five of our brothers and sisters in for interrogation. So I heard. Many have carried a cross and been imprisoned just like Jesus Christ carried his cross. The presence of the Lord is with them and will give them strength. I will encourage the other groups to persevere and trust God with the outcome. Uh, tell me where the others are meeting, uh, so I can go and encourage them too. <sighs> My brother, what did they promise you for betraying their house group last night? What do you mean? I would never do that! Was it a better job, or a better position at the factory? I would never betray anyone! My friend, you are not as clever as your name implies. As you came into the park, I saw you speaking to that undercover policeman behind you. Chung, I, I'm sorry. I have a family to feed, and my wife needs medicine. I forgive you. You best leave quickly before they arrest you too. They didn't give me a choice. Goodbye, Chung. We all have choices, Ling. Every one of us. Comrade Chung! You are under arrest for sedition against the Communist Party. So, tell me, Chang, how do you like our little hotel? Did you like spending the past five days in that dark closet with no food or water? I'm thirsty. I'm sure you are. 
As you can see, my glass is full of cool water. <laughs> Had you confessed your treason against the Communist Party, I may have taken it easier on you and shared this water with you. I may have even given you a position in one of our local state churches. But sadly, you refuse. Those are not real churches. They're only for show when the American tourists visit. I will tell you what is real and what is not. Renounce your faith or die. To live is Christ. To die is gain. Oh, you will die. But only when I say so. God, take this fool to the holding cell and put him in charge of water duty. If he tries to steal anything, the others will beat him to a pole. I was placed inside a small room already crammed with 40 other prisoners. They put me in charge of distributing three gallons of water allotted our group. That meant each of us only had one small cup of water a day to brush our teeth, wash our face and drink. There was no extra water for laundry, so we quickly had bugs in our clothes. They fed us two small bowls of noodles and one small piece of stale bread a day. We slept on a hard floor at night and it was so crowded. There was never enough room to stretch out our legs. So it was a relief every morning when they opened the cell door and sent us out to work. But work was slave labor that lasted 12 to 14 hours a day, seven days a week. Make room for another prisoner, Yu Kang. Show him what to do. Remind him what happens to those who fail to work hard. Sit down next to me and watch what I do. After he walks away, you can ask me questions. My name is Ahmad. I am from- Your Uyghur. Your beard gives it away. Take my advice. Shave your beard, because if you don't, they will pull it out. I hate them. Hate is a bitter cup of poison that kills you faster than it does your enemy. You should pray for that officer. I don't want your sermons. Over a million of my people have been arrested and placed in re-education camps by cruel tyrants like him. How would you feel if your government arrested all the men in your village and moved their soldiers into their homes and bedrooms? I would probably want to hate them too. But I would trust God's justice to- I told you, no sermons. Just show me what to do. Take these two wires, hook them together and push them inside the green plastic cup. Then use your teeth to bite and seal like this. Now you try. What are these lights for? No talking over there. Work faster! Dear Christmas tree lights. Ironic, isn't it? The government has outlawed them in China because of their religious symbolism and connection to capitalism. Yet they make millions selling them to the West. How does this one look? Good, but you have to do it much faster in order to meet your daily quota. How many do I have to do? Seven thousand. Seven? Every day? Yes. That's impossible. What happens if, if I don't meet my quota? You don't want to know. Days turned into weeks and weeks turned into months. I often lost track of how much time I was in prison. 
Some of my cellmates went crazy from the isolation and frequent tortures. Others sunk into despair, believing that execution was their only escape. I had no Bible to read, only the verses I had memorized to give me comfort. Verses like in 2 Corinthians. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. You're probably wondering what was pleasurable about being in prison. God had placed me there to be the hands of Christ and show his love to others. Some people go to other countries to become missionaries. All I had to do was go to prison. Make room. Clear the way. Set him down. Gently. Ahmad, what have they done to you? I didn't meet my quota. They beat my hips with long sticks, pulled on my beard, made me bow for hours. Here, sip from my cup. But that's your water. God gives me what I need. I can use the cloth from my shirt to stop the bleeding. Why are you helping me? Because you, my friend, are made in the image of God and deserve compassion, no rejection. But I am Muslim Uyghur, and you are Christ follower. Jesus calls us to love one another. Let's get this bleeding stopped, so... Krishna Chang, leave him alone and come with me. Cuff his hands behind the back. <laughs> Why are you doing this? I have done everything you ask me. I have done nothing wrong. Nothing? You still refuse to renounce your religion and obey the Chinese Communist Party. Doesn't your religion tell you to obey your rulers? The laws of those in authority above you? Yes, but not when those laws go against the word of God. Ah! The CCP is the supreme law. The only law. Cuff his hands to the gate and raise it until his feet are off the ground. That's far enough. Now, you hang there until I come back. Lord, I don't know how I can endure this. Please, God, help me stay faithful to you. Help me remember the words of Paul. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Be my strength, God. Help me. I do not want to deny you, God. I choose, I choose to trust you. Oh, God, I am in your hands. Folks, we'll get back to Chong's story in just a moment. But first, I want to share a bit about how our ministry is able to bring hope to people all over the world. Unshackled is now in its 73rd year of spreading the good news through powerful stories about real people. Our success is a result of God's blessing and the involvement of well, supporters like you. When you contribute to Unshackled, it has a direct impact. Your support allows us to hire quality writers, talented actors, as you can hear, a skilled production team, and a devoted staff. 
Through your support, we're able to share Unshackled worldwide. So, in order to continue the work of spreading the gospel and allowing us to offer this program for free, won't you consider making a donation to Unshackled? It's really quite easy. All you need to do is click on the live link, if there's one where you're listening, or visit our podcast website at unshackledpodcast.org. That's unshackledpodcast.org, and then click the donate button. Or you can always write a check, Unshackled, we take checks. You mail that check to 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. We thank you for your partnership in our ministry. And now, let's get back to Chong's story. Four hours. That's how long they left me hanging on the gate. As my arms became numb, I thought of my Lord hanging on the cross to carry my sins. Jesus, the Son of God, paid the price for our rebellion against God. As I hung on the gate, He allowed me to take part in a small way in His suffering. The pain was unbearable. Yet I trusted God's promise that He will not give us more than what we can carry. Take him down. Uh, Poor, uh, miserable Chang. Why do you make yourself suffer like this? Renounce your religion. Look, look how swollen your hands are. I'll even write your confession for you. Then all you have to do is sign the paper and all your suffering will be over. Forgive him, Father. What are you saying? Speak up! Forgive him, Father, for he does not know what he is doing. Guards, put this fool on the next truck to Laogai camp. Maybe three years of education to hard labor will change his mind. Once I arrived in the camp, my mind and faith only became more determined than ever. As I sat in a mandatory propaganda classes, I prayed for each person that was teaching that day, that God would open their eyes to the lies of communism. I never saw if God answered those prayers, but I trusted that He would. While I was in the labor camp, I led countless prisoners to Christ and encouraged the faith of many believers, even when we were out in the fields digging potatoes. Pastor Chang. Yes, Ken. I have followed Jesus faithfully since I was a young boy. So why does he allow me to suffer in this prison camp so far from my family? Why would God allow such bad things to happen to his children? Remember the story of Joseph in the Bible? Yes. His jealous brother sold him into slavery. And he was kept in prison for many years until... Until God gave Pharaoh a dream that only Joseph could explain. We know how his story ends because it's in the Bible. We can't see how our story ends. We only see today. We don't know if God's using this prison to build our character or to somehow give him glory. We can't see the end of our story, but God already does. Yes. Every day I pray, Lord, you have already walked through this day before me. You have gone ahead of me to experience what I am going through. You already know what will happen in my day, and you will take full responsibility. That's a good prayer. I will trust God with my story too, and I will trust 
that we dig up big fat potatoes today. <laughs> Eventually, I was released and I continued pastoring house church leaders. Over the years, I lost count of how many times I've been arrested and thrown into prison. Eight or ten times at least. The authorities believed that the best way to kill the church was to remove every leader they could find. It never dawned on them that the best place for sharing Christ was in prison and labor camps. Putting us in prison actually spread the truth of God's love. Throughout China, the house churches continue to grow. Today, it is estimated that there are at least 150 million believers in China, perhaps even more. Although old age has begun to slow me down, I continue to encourage believers wherever I'm invited. Who does Xi Jinping think he is? Obviously, being president wasn't good enough for him. Calm yourself, sisters, or your neighbors will report you. So what has our president done now? Didn't you hear? He just made himself emperor for life. God has already numbered his days. One day he will stand before Almighty God and give an account for his sins. Until then we pray for his soul. Even someone like him can be saved. Saved from blasphemy? He's ordered 900 crosses removed from all the state-run churches. Any image of Christ in sight has been replaced with his portrait. Sermons can no longer refer to the Bible, but can only quote his speeches. And cameras have been placed next to the pulpit, recording the faces of all who attend. He wants to be the Lord of the church and have all China worship him and his doctrines with absolute dedication. Li Jing, Anna, calm yourselves. Do you think this has taken God by surprise? Do you think he is wringing his hands in heaven, wondering, now what do I do? No, Pastor Chang. God is still in control. Yes, he is still in control. Even when it seems to us he is not. He directs even the hearts of kings and emperors for his greater purpose. But our country is growing darker every moment. But the light of his gospel shines greatest in the darkness, even when those in darkness do not comprehend it. Our countrymen are as frightened as you are. Pockets of the virus continue to flare up every week, harming and scaring people. And these people need our prayers and compassion more than ever. It's true. The CCP sent officials in their biohazard suits and are locking people into their homes, welding their doors shut with what little food they have inside. And many are committing suicide because they have no hope like we do. Because we know our eternal destiny has been secured in heaven. Our countrymen need the love of God more than ever before. Now go back to your house groups and encourage them with God's truth and his word. God will refine their faith to prepare for what lies ahead. Keep your eyes on the Lord not on the troubles around you. We will. We will keep our eyes on him. I began to double my travels around the country, encouraging the believers and secretly baptizing many. Every evening, the state-run media repeated story after story of China's superiority over the rest of the world. 
The government spends millions every year polishing their image to the world, just like they did when they hosted the Olympics. But what outsiders don't know is that my country is ripe with decay. Government workers, fearful of losing their jobs or pensions, enforce harsh controls even when they know the rules are unfair. Several years ago, the government introduced a social credit system to reward loyal party members with better bank loans, medical care, and housing. Anyone labeled Christian automatically receives a lower score, making it almost impossible to find housing, employment, or even purchase a plane ticket. And everywhere you go, over 200 million CCTV cameras track your every move, making it even more challenging for the house groups to meet. But we still find creative ways to gather, to study God's word and encourage each other. <laughs> Just when I began to believe that the government had forgotten me, I was picked up and taken back to prison. I heard rumors that you had died. But here you are, old, gray, and still causing trouble. What crime have I committed this time? This file is thick with records of your crimes. I can pick any one of them and recommend the judge give you a death sentence. Why is loving God and loving people a capital crime? You are to love the Communist Party above all else. Just being a Christ follower is reason enough to be put to death. That's why there are no Christians allowed to serve in the government or teach at the university. Like you, all Christians are rebels. The Communist Party has all the power because they have made themselves better men. Someone once said, absolute power corrupts absolutely. It's only a matter of time before the corruption harms you or your family. <laughs> Not as long as I follow their rules, but you, old man, have broken too many rules. God, take him to the barber, have him cut his hair, and give him a clean shirt. We want him to look his best for tomorrow's execution. That night, as I sat in my cell, I recounted the Bible verses that my grandmother Nainai had taught me. One verse after another gave me strength. I even remember bits and pieces from a verse in Hebrews that I had nearly forgotten. For ye had compassion of me in my bonds, knowing in yourself that ye have in heaven a better and enduring substance. Tomorrow, I will go to heaven and finally meet Jesus face to face. Krishna Chang, sit on that rock until we finish with the other inmate. Krishnabai, you have been found guilty of treason and are sentenced to immediate death upon order of the court. Soldier, commence duty. Take his body away. Krishna Chang, give me your wrist. What? Here, take it. Just as I expected. You just watch a fellow prisoner be executed, and yet your pulse does not race. You have no fear of death, do you? I know where I am going. Why should I punish you with what you do not fear? 
You're letting me go? If I killed you, you would only become a martyr to your underground church. You are just an old man and no threat to China. You... you were testing me? Yes, to make sure you really are Christians. See that hallway there? It leads to a side alley. Go now before the guards return. I will meet you there in ten minutes. Any other man would have run from this prison as fast as their legs would carry them. But not you. You asked me to meet you, so here I am. I've never met a man like you, Chang. Your peace has always baffled me. Something I've never had. No matter what punishment I ordered, you never seem to hate me for it. I was tempted to hate you. But you were only doing what was expected. What is it you want from me? I have a mother who lives in another province. She's elderly, 80 years old. She's a good woman. Never causes any problem. I got news last night. She was arrested and beaten beyond belief. For what crime? When the block leaders delivered her groceries, she forgot to say, thank you for the kindness of the Communist Party. I am so sorry. She was so happy to have the food that she said, thank God, without thinking. And that's why they beat her up. Chang, what is happening to our country? It is rotting from the top down, because they have turned their back on God. If you uttered those words to anyone else, you would be shot dead. Maybe tomorrow, but not today. I will pray for your mother. I know you will. I need to go back. They'll be looking for me. When you do, go into my cell and find the old jacket I left there. You'll find a booklet, the Gospel of John, sewed inside the lining. The answers you are looking for are in there. The promises Jesus made to all who repent of their sins and believe in him. Goodbye, Chang. Open his eyes, Lord. Open his eyes to believe in you and receive you. Like so many, you may have questions about whether Jesus really is God's Son and Savior. You may be listening to this program while driving a car, listening on your computer, or sitting in a prison cell. No matter what wrongs you have done in your life, God wants a relationship with you. That's why he sent his one and only son into our world. It's his gift to you. God is ready to hear your prayer and adopt you into his family. The first step always begins with asking God to forgive your sins and believing that Jesus took the punishment you deserved when he died on the cross. The next step is to find a Bible-believing church where you can be discipled and explore how God has uniquely designed you to love others into a deeper relationship with him. If you need help in making this crucial decision, we encourage you to call 1-888-NEED-HIM or get in touch with us here at Pacific Garden Mission 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 
1-800-626-60607. Now, we love hearing from our listeners here on the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, so send us your questions and we'll answer them here. It can be something you're curious about or just something you want to share with us. All you have to do is write us at podcast at unshackled.org or call and leave us a message at 312-281-1264. We'd love to hear from you. Now, before we get to our sweepstakes drawing info, I just want to remind you to subscribe or like our Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. You can even share it or tell a friend. We'd also love for you to review or rate our podcast, and don't forget to check out our other podcasts on this same platform, Unshackled Daily Devotionals and Unshackled In Person. We appreciate your input and involvement in our ministry. And again, please consider supporting us so we can freely offer quality Christian programming to the world. All right, the new prize for this sweepstakes contest is yet another beautiful wooden scripture plaque. The verse on this one is Lamentations 5.21. Turn thou us unto thee, O Lord, and we shall be turned. This plaque is, well, beautiful. The deep brown bark complements the light brown rings where this plaque is written. It's also carved into almost the shape of a heart. If you'd like a peek at this scripture plaque, you're welcome to visit our podcast website, unshackledpodcast.org, and stop by the audio drama page for a picture. Unfortunately, we are only able to mail this plaque to locations within the United States, so... Our drawing is limited to U.S. addresses, but if you reside in the U.S., all you have to do to enter our sweepstakes drawing is call 312-281-1264 or email podcast at unshackled.org and give us your name, phone number, and email. That's your name, your phone number, and email. The deadline to enter the drawing will be June 3rd, and we will announce the winner on June 19th. We look forward to hearing from you. And next time... Uh, Andy, are you crazy? You stabbed the guy! He was hassling you, Benito, like all them gringos. No, he wasn't! The kid with a knife, a teenager who escalated a nothing issue into a stabbing, didn't realize how much of his life would take place within the walls of a prison. Mr. Gonzalez, wherever you are, there always seems to be trouble. You forced me to conclude that you're a social misfit. You're just too violent a man, Mr. Gonzalez. Is it even possible that in an environment of hatred he could find peace that passes all understanding? I've been talking to the prison officials, Andy. What they tell me isn't very good. What did they say? That you'd probably die in prison. That ain't what I want to hear. Unless something in you changes, you're going to go from one violent act to another, probably until you're dead. Don't miss the classic true story of Andy Gonzalez coming soon on Unshackled. Heard in the true story of Chang were Brian Plaharchik, Cheryl Hamada, Demetrius Troy, Oksana Fedunishin, and Lawrence Halliburton. Original music, Don Bador. Sound effects, Demetrius Troy. Sound assistant, Holly Krajewski. Recording engineer, David Pierczynski. Audio engineer, Michael Kahn. Script, Scott Kirk. That's it for this week's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. So until next time, our Lord returns before then. I'm Timothy Gregory, your brother in Christ. <laughs>